Part 15 Remus had his head in Lily's lap, the TV on a commercial break from the All-Star game, when there was a knock at the door. Remus's head ached, but he raised it anyway at the delusional thought that it might be serious, despite knowing exactly where he was. He remembered a similar knock, one that actually had revealed Sirius, who had fallen straight into his arms, and Remus had been there for him. Do you want me to get it? Lily asked gently, her hands in Remus's hair. I will, Remus sighed and sat up, rubbing his eyes. Sorry, that's probably not a comfortable position for you and the baby. James appeared from the kitchen, wiping his hands on a towel. Do you want me to get it? I'll do it. Remus smiled a little, standing. Thanks for getting the dishes, Pots. Really. No problem, James shrugged. Another knock sounded and Remus called out that he was coming. Probably just one of those salespeople. Remus sighed as he turned to the lock. Someone always falls for it and lets them in. Remus's words died in his mouth in surprise. Finn sent him a hesitant smile from the other side of the door, Leo mirroring it. Sup, Loops? Finn said. I... Hi, boys. James poked his head around Remus to see. Cubs? James questioned. Pots? Leo said. And Lily, Lily called from the living room. Remus stared at them. What are you doing here? Are you... And then Remus realized, how could he have forgotten? Logan. He didn't know what was going on with these three, but maybe he was about to find out. Finn held up a bag. We brought tacos. You just missed it. I made dinner, James said. Oh. Finn lowered the bag slowly. Well, phew. James scoffed. <laughs> Thankless little rookie babies. I'm not a rookie, Finn pointed out. More tacos for us. Still. Remus blinked back to life. Jeez, sorry. Come in, guys. Finn walked past him only to receive a slug on the arm from James, and Leo put his hand on Remus's shoulder as they followed James and Finn back into the living room. How are you? Remus looked at him with a shaky smile and raised a shoulder. Leo nodded, understanding. We haven't talked, Remus found himself saying, throat closing a little just at the words. I don't really... Things are just busy right now. I'm so sorry, Loops, Leo said quietly. Don't make excuses for him, Finn said as he unpacked the takeout containers. Lily spread her hands. Thank you, O'Hara. I'm not, Remus said. I didn't expect smooth sailing, all right? Look, it's... Remus sat down. It's more complicated than that. Is there a point where I'm going to stop cutting him slack? Of course, but I need you guys to trust that I know when that point is. That point isn't now, when he got brutally outed, which he was terrified of, and then he had to go to one of the most public events in hockey in the same fucking breath. Remus stared around at them all. Finn was still holding the same takeout box. Okay, Remus said. You got outed too, Leo said quietly. Yes, Remus said over an exhale, but I was ready. Not the way I would have chosen, but I was. That's the difference. The room got quiet again. Remus glanced at the television, but a commercial was still playing. So, Finn began slowly. Is this a good time to say that me and Leo... Lily gasped, her hands to her chest. I knew it! Wait. Are dating Logan? Lily's gasp turned to one of surprise, slow and drawn out. She put her hand to her belly, eyes wide, as she looked between them. Oh, she breathed. Yes! James put his towel on his head, pulling it by his ears. The cubs? Finn gave James a confused look. Yes? What are you doing? How did this happen? Lots of misunderstanding. Leo sighed. And time. Eight years in some cases. Finn added. Lily cooed. Since college. Oh, babies. Nut, are you wearing Logan's hat? I'm going to cry. I'm pregnant, so I'm allowed to cry at this. Everything Remus wanted to say felt lodged in his chest. He blinked and saw Sirius's haunted expression. Re? Leo said hesitantly. Remus snapped his head up. Hmm? I know this is probably the last thing you'd want to hear. Leo continued with a glance at Finn. Through the glass coffee table, Remus saw Finn put a hand on Leo's thigh. But we really have you to thank. Logan was sort of our missing link, you know? He was... Scared. Remus knew what Leo was about to say, just like Sirius. But he shifted at the last second. You really got through to him. 
what Remus couldn't do for Sirius. Remus smiled at them, knowing it was probably shadowed with everything bouncing around in his head and chest right now. I'm so happy you guys worked it out, he said, and it was true. Really, that's... Sirius turning away, disappearing. That's amazing. Sirius, the morning after, who I love has nothing to... Sorry, Finn said. Maybe that was... No, Remus said. No, I'm glad you told us. I'm glad you're comfortable. Of course I am. I don't want any of this making you feel like you can't be yourself. I think it did the opposite, Re, Lily said gently. Remus nodded. Exactly. There was another knock at the door. Remus turned around. Um, he said, I'll get it. Again, I guess. What's up, Fruit Loop? Natalie said when Remus opened the door. Her blonde hair was pulled into a high, messy bun, and she was wearing pajamas. I brought face masks. I brought alcohol. Casey said from behind her. He held up a bag. And candy. Remus stared. I... We brought tacos! Finn yelled from across the living room. Natalie clicked her tongue, smiling. I know I like that redhead. Sup, Nat? Remus heard Finn say as he and Casey watched Natalie walk into the living room from the door. You are a walking freckle, O'Hara, but you brought tacos, so it's okay. Finn snorted and Remus turned back to meet Casey's dark eyes. Hey, Blizz, Remus said softly. Uh, thanks for bringing... He was selfish. Casey interrupted him. And you're allowed to think that and love him at the same time. Remus almost laughed. It seemed that almost everyone knew Remus loved Sirius, except Sirius. Casey's words hit like a stone, but they were soothing too. The ache of pressing on a paper cut. Casey smiled a little, just a closed upturn of his lips. Come on. He said and nudged Remus inside the door, closing it behind him. I make mean cocktails. Walking back into the living room, Remus stared around at them all. They were spread out, Casey in the kitchen, unloading what seemed like ten bottles, Natalie and Lily with their arms around each other on the couch. James and Finn seemed to be seeing who could build the biggest taco, Finn leaning back on Leo's chest and feeding him chips. Natalie pointed between them. When? A while. Finn said. Logan, too. Natalie's smile was approving. Hot. Leo pressed his finger to his lips and Natalie pretended to zip her mouth closed. Remus let out a breath. He had thought he would want to be alone, but this felt better. The chatter, the laughter, it distracted him. Sirius wasn't his entire world, no matter how big a part of it he occupied. Remus liked being reminded of that. He took his place back on Lily's other side and leaned into her. Welcome back to our viewers, the television said to our 2020 All-Star Weekend, where you can see your favorites present their best skills and dream lines compete against each other. Remus sucked in a breath. You gonna be okay? Lily asked quietly, watching this. Yes, Remus said firmly. He wanted to see Sirius's face. It was true, Remus did have a point when he would stop cutting Sirius slack. He would wait, but not forever, and not for the wrong reasons. He had told Sirius that himself. Red carpet first, right? Finn asked through a mouthful of chips. Yep, Leo said. Okay, James said, staring at Finn and Leo. I love this. Where would Logan be sitting right now? Like, does it get crowded? Imagine if you had two lilies, James, Finn said with a raised eyebrow. James blinked for a moment, then flushed behind his glasses. Fuck, Finn grinned. Yeah. James took another bite of taco and chewed slowly. That's so much love. Yeah. Leo said softly and pressed his cheek to the top of Finn's head. What we'll be doing tonight is welcoming all of our players who were voted in by the fans, of course, said the announcer. And there's the nice red carpet. We'll see who arrives first shortly, I'm sure. I am so excited to see Crosby, Lily sighed. That man's butt. My God. James made a disgruntled sound. Love you, Potter. Lily smiled. It is a legendary ass, Casey said. Me and Case rate asses every year. Natalie said. I think Crosby won. He wins every year. Casey said. Deservingly so. That's true. Then they watched the stars arrive, then the Bruins. Zabanajab and Panarin came from the Rangers. Sirius and Logan were one of the last team members to show up, and ironically, they did so at the same time as the Snakes. Oh, Jesus fuck. Finn breathed. They had finished their tacos and Finn was still sitting against Leo's chest while Leo leaned back against the couch, their hands laced on Finn's stomach. 
Remus watched, holding his breath as Sirius and Logan got out of the car. Our boys, Casey said. And... From just beside them, Snape and Regulus emerged, straightening their suits. James and Finn hissed loudly. The snakes. Leo finished. Remus only half heard them, too focused on the camera flashing to a close-up of Sirius's face. His heart positively yearned. Sirius looked exhausted. His eyes were a dull gray, hair curling agonizingly soft over his forehead. He was wearing a black suit, lapels velvet. Sirius Black with the fashion statement, one of the announcers laughed. Remus couldn't even tell them apart. I guess we should expect that now. Oh, fuck you, Natalie yelled. Fuck you, you stereotyping asshat. It rolled Remus's stomach, but not as much as Sirius's expression when he saw his brother and Snape. It was only on the screen for a second, his clenched jaw and unsteady eyes, before it switched to Logan. Oh, baby. Finn sighed. Look at that glare. It was true. Logan's stare, aimed at Snape, was menacing. And there's the league's oldest and most famous rivalry right there, the commentator said with a laugh, arriving at the same time. And of course Sirius Black, who, as you know, has made a bit of a splash in the news recently when photos of him kissing another man were leaked to the media. And it turned out to be a major Twitter trend. That man is Remus Lupin. Remus's stomach clenched. He had known they might bring him up, but he didn't really think. Now what do we know about Remus Lupin, the announcer continued. Not much. He's on the Lions training staff, working, shall we say, closely with the players. And while the man was one heck of a hockey player himself, let us play you the tapes we dredged up from Lupin's college days at the University of Wisconsin. What the hell? Remus breathed, tucking his knees to his chest and hugging them. He felt Lily glance at him. The screen faded away from the carpet and suddenly Remus was staring at an old memory. The footage was a little grainy, but he saw himself, could remember the feeling of himself, sprinting up the ice, skates cutting in. He took one player down, another, and scored. The tape cut and he won a face-off, knocking it to... Is that Greyback? Finn leaned forward. Fenrir Greyback? Remus swallowed. Yes. You played with... The announcers came back into view, grinning at each other. Pretty great. Unfortunately, Lupin was injured before his draft eligibility, but rumor has it he was set for first. Would you look at that, Rob? I know, John. Well, it looks like he found another way to get some fame, hey? The two laughed. The living room was dead silent. Up next, we'll get to talk to some of the stars. We'll be right back after this break. Excuse me, Remus managed. Remus, James called. But Remus was already up, walking quickly out of the living room and into his bedroom, closing the door behind him. Remus squeezed his eyes shut, then open. He fumbled for his phone, sinking down to the floor against the door with his knees against his chest. His thumb missed the call button twice, but finally the screen went dark with the call display. It rang and rang and rang. Remus rubbed his thumb along his neck. Of course Sirius wouldn't answer. Look what he was in the middle of. Hey. Remus closed his eyes. You've reached the Sirius Black, James said on Sirius's voicemail. I can't come to the phone because either other girls are proposing marriage or I'm scoring a hat trick. Maybe both. Leave a message. The beep was piercing for the 37th time. He'd never left a message before. Sirius. Remus whispered into the speaker. He pressed his forehead to his knees. I know you're busy, and I'm not going to beg you to talk to me. I... Remus took a breath. Just rewatch your arrival. I'm not going to beg. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to fight for you to see. See if you really care what those sort of people think about you. Remus hung up. Remus? It was Leo's voice through the door. Remus let out a steadying breath, scrubbing his face before standing and opening the door. Sorry, Remus said. I'm good. I just... I haven't seen those in a long time. And then the two guys. I just needed a second. Leo had his hands in the front pocket of his sweatshirt, Logan's hat backwards on his head, his blonde hair fluffing out over the adjustment strap. Leo nodded. Do you want us all to clear out? Remus shook his head. No. He looked at the living room where the soft faces of his friends were peering at him. No, I really don't. Come on, let's watch. I, Crosby does have a good ass. And, you know, at least I can say that out loud now. 
Casey laughed, pumping his fist in the air. Remus settled himself on the couch again as they waited for the commercials to end. We're cuddling too much. Remus heard Finn whisper to Leo. No, Remus said, hands out. Please cuddle. Really, that's not what's wrong. I'm so happy for you guys. It's so cute, James mumbled. Lily, can we cuddle? No, I'm cuddling Remus. We'll cuddle later, baby. James nodded. Casey? Casey raised an eyebrow from his chair. You want to sit in this chair with me? James shrugged. You could come on the floor. I am a netminder, Casey said. We do not sit on the floor. Natalie laughed, peeling a face mask out of its package. (laughs) Snob. Casey winked at her. Remus let out a breath and smiled at Lily when she smiled at him. Things would happen, one way or another. The ball was in Sirius's court, the puck in his zone. Sirius eyed the photographers and interviewers. His stomach churned. He had barely said two words to Logan, who had basically gotten right off the plane, into his suit, and into the car with Sirius, Minnie, and Logan's agent Clyde. They'd bumped fists, but the most Sirius had received from Logan was a hello and a series of unreadable looks. It was one of those looks that disquieted Sirius more than the reporters. If Logan hated him... Hey. Logan said as they were ushered forward onto the red carpet. Sirius was tense with Snape and his brother at their backs. He looked at Logan. We're talking later, okay? If we get split up, text me when you're back at the hotel. Sirius blinked. It was harsh for Logan. It was the way he spoke on the ice. I okay, yeah, let's talk. Dread pooled in Sirius's gut, but Logan wouldn't want to talk if he didn't like who Sirius was anymore, right? Logan clapped him on the shoulder. I have your back, Cap. He said, and then he was pulled away to do his own run of interviews before Sirius could respond. Minnie approached him while Sirius was still standing there, mouth open, expression still changing. Right. Well, here we are. She sighed. Sirius shoved his hands into his pockets. I'm sorry, Minnie. I'm such a headache. Stop that nonsense, Sirius. Minnie said, patting his arm. You're the most real person I have ever met, snapping at stupid questions instead of being a drone. It was unfair how the world thanked you for it, but I believe in you. You have a game plan, I'm assuming, although you refuse to tell me anything about it? Sirius sighed. Sirius Black being gay is news. Sirius Black telling the media to go fuck themselves isn't. Excuse me, an aide came up to them, headset on. We're ready for you on the carpet now. Thank you, Sirius said. And he had just started forward when Minnie laid a gentle hand on his chest. She pressed her lips together. You remember what Alice said. This could be important to a lot of people. That includes yourself, my boy. Sirius swallowed hard. He nodded, quiet, and then followed the aide to the camera fray. Logan Tremblay holding his fucking own. Casey slow clapped. You mean holding his fucking tongue, Natalie said. That kid's a firecracker. Finn gestured to the television with his ice cream. He was the perfect medium between civil and simmer. And now I can tell you all that I bought him that suit when we were 18. Well, I was 18. He was 17. Does Trems know we all know? James questioned. Leo nodded. His plan was to just start making out in the locker room. I thought we should go for a more verbal approach first. I was okay with either. Finn added, then looked at Remus. Sorry I'm eating all your ice cream. Remus waved him off, heart still ringing with Logan's word, to the third interview he had. You guys wouldn't care if he had a girlfriend, Logan had said, with a shrug. Why are you asking me that question with such a crazy look on your face? And then finally... I support my captain. Sirius had been too far away to hear. He hoped Minnie played it for him later. But if that was one of Logan's first interviews, that means... Lily trailed off. Sirius. I hope he knows what's coming, he said instead. By the looks of him, shoulders hunched, eyes guarded, he did. All Remus wanted was for Sirius to talk to him about it. It was like a single hooked claw dragging its way through him. The screen flipped to Sirius, his gray eyes focused on the reporter's grin. His own smile was small. The reporter threw him softball after softball, and Sirius answered them shortly. Remus waited, waited for it to happen, for the interview to take the turn they all expected. But the reporter just held out his hand. Great to have you in the league, my friend. Have a great weekend, eh? Sirius stared at the hand, the camera zooming in a little. Uh, yes, Sirius said haltingly and took his hand. Thank you. Remus sat forward. Well, that was okay, Leo said, sounding out of breath. Yeah, Remus said. 
He wasn't ready to believe it was over yet, though. So serious, another reporter said. You've been in the news a lot lately, huh? Oh, here we fucking go, eh? Casey gestured angrily at the screen. I'm in the news a lot, Sirius said blankly, more than I'd like. She laughed. But the first openly gay NHL player, that's gotta feel good. Sirius stared at her. He wasn't. Remus sat back down again, cheeks hot as he stared at the microphone that was being held closer and closer to Sirius's mouth. You fucking lunatic, what is open about this to you? Preach, loops, Natalie said, leaning over to pat his knee. I'm looking forward to a good weekend, Sirius said, playing some good hockey. Aye. But Sirius was already walking away, in fact, walking past all the cameras. The television camera caught some reporters staring at Minnie with alarmed eyes, angry at missing their interview with Sirius Black. They could just see a glimpse of Minnie's head following Sirius as the camera tracked him back all the way into the building. Commercials filled the room. Wowza, Finn said. Okay. I think it's good he didn't stick around for those guys, Leo said. I mean, he shouldn't be made to talk about it like that, you know? Yeah, maybe he should talk to me first. Remus grumbled and took a long sip of his cocktail. Yes, Lupin! Natalie clapped. Bitch, all you want, we know we all love him. It's all good. Remus did want that, at least a little. But it even made him smile, Natalie's words. But most of him was longing for Sirius. For his phone to ring, he kept it close. Even as the screen played another two hours of Sirius and all the other All-Stars signing puck after puck, doing stupid game after stupid game, preparing for the skills competition tomorrow, and the three-on-three games the day after that. Sirius was exhausted. The day had been camera after camera, signature after signature. He could have fallen asleep on his feet, but Logan's promise kept his adrenaline up. Remus's text, too. Thankfully, he and Logan had shared a car back to the hotel. Your room, Logan said simply and pressed the elevator button. They were mostly quiet on their way up, and Sirius's hands fumbled a little with the keycard as he let Logan in. His suitcase was still zipped up where the bellboy had left it, and Logan took his jacket off, tossing it onto the bed. Sirius heard the door shut behind them, and then it was quiet. Ah. Logan sighed, crossing the room and then turning around to face Sirius. Straight to it, I guess. Yeah, Sirius breathed. I don't want to sound like I know more than you, because I don't. I really, really don't. But this is just something I think you should know. Sirius looked at Logan carefully, wondering what he meant. Knowing about you, knowing that you're... Logan raised an eyebrow. Gay? Sirius said. Gay? Logan finished. Cap, it... He looked around, but they were alone. He took a step forward. Sirius, it did more for me than I could ever tell you. Sirius felt the words sink in slowly. He looked at Logan, really looked at him. Brighter. He stood straighter. He looked more focused. You mean, you're? I get that you think you're the only one, that you're alone in this. Logan said. I thought that. I felt that. It nearly crushed me. But you aren't. I'm not alone either. Neither of us is alone. But you're on one hell of a precipice. Sirius knew what he meant. I ran from him. Yeah. Logan said. What the fuck, Sirius? I know. Sirius felt like the air was leaving the room. I'm horrible. You aren't. Logan said and looked up at Sirius. But that was. That was horrible. But you must have talked. I mean, it's been what? Two days? Shame burned through Sirius through and through. No, he choked out. We haven't. He's... he's waiting for me. The words hurt. Remus always seemed to be waiting for Sirius, and Sirius always asking Remus to wait. It had seemed romantic under the veil of Christmas and gifts. It didn't feel that way now. Sirius felt selfish and cruel. He was. I left. Logan reached up as if to take off his hat that wasn't there, and then smoothed his unruly hair instead. I left Finn so many times. Sirius jerked his head up. Finn? And I was so scared and guilty because of that. That I left Leo, too. Leo? Sirius said, confused. You, wait, I don't. Both of them. Logan said simply. Yeah, it's... Despite everything, Logan smiled. It's... yeah, it's us. Three? Sirius thought on his own team? And he had thought, he had thought... How could you do that? Logan said softly. 
How could you do that to him? Sirius stared at Logan, throat closed. He swallowed over the bile. A mistake. He had made a mistake. Of course he had made a mistake. He always made. Cap, I saw you. Logan stepped forward. I saw you every day, and I didn't know why, but you were happy. You were so fucking happy. And I thought maybe you were just, I don't know. I was jealous, to be honest. Logan let out a short laugh. I wanted to know how you did it. And now I see because I did it. I found my... Logan took a breath as if this was the first time he was saying it aloud. I found my two. I lost my one, Sirius thought. You are like my brother, Logan said. And growing up with three sisters, I always wanted a brother. I've looked up to you since I was, what, in high school? And you deserve that, Cap. You're good, and you're kind, and you're a hell of a hockey player. Logan shook his head. But fuck what you did to Remus. I don't know what to say, Sirius shouted, and Logan blinked at the suddenness. It had burst out of Sirius, the words hiding until he couldn't, he couldn't. Sirius sat on the end of his bed. He was exhausted, and Logan hated him, and... The bed dipped beside him and Logan's arm wrapped around his shoulder. The sudden warmth at his side made Sirius close his eyes, dropping his head. Cap. Logan's voice was soft. This is coming from someone who didn't say a word about how they felt to the boy they loved for eight fucking years. But yes, you do know what to say. I always knew what to say. I just couldn't. I can't, Sirius said. Sirius, fucking think for yourself. Logan said, taking hold of Sirius's shoulders and turning him to the side to face each other. I said I couldn't. That doesn't mean you can't. We can now. Who the fuck knows what your fucking family said to you all your life? But that doesn't mean they're right. All the shitty things Twitter said are wrong. Everyone is allowed to be wrong. But what the fuck are you doing if you can't fix things? Logan was breathing hard by the end. He swallowed over a dry throat and Sirius watched, stunned. Logan shook his head, eyes bright. I saw what happened to you, and I got angry and scared. You saw what happened to you, and you got scared. You need to get angry. Drop the fucking gloves a little, Black. Lose your temper. I've seen it before. It's like a dead point streak mid-season. You fucking accept that you can't score anymore? No! I don't know how many times you've heard that you aren't good enough, but I'm going to make you forget each one. I'm fucking mad at you. Logan said. But it's because I love you. Not because you're a bad person, or because you're hopeless, or because you made a mistake. You aren't a bad person, and you're allowed to make mistakes. Do not make mistakes, his mother had said. Logan let go of him then, and they sat there shoulder to shoulder, quiet. Sirius felt lighter. He'd never felt that after being yelled at before. Trims, he said shakily, then cleared his scratchy throat. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you, you know, if that means anything right now. Logan's voice was thick, too. Of course it does. You're right, Sirius whispered. You're right. I, I made a horrible mistake. I've never been so terrified in my entire life. If I lost the team, I don't know what. Sirius pressed the heels of his palms into his eyes. You all are the only family I ever... Logan was quiet for a moment, and then his hand replaced itself on Sirius's back. It's not just about Remus, huh? Sirius let out a sob, let it tear through him, and shook his head. Cap. Logan hushed, and Sirius felt him press his forehead to Sirius's temple, like they did after a goal sometimes in a scrimmage, only there was no helmet, no hockey. This was his friend. You're our captain. We gave you that, and we keep you there. We want you there. You're our leader. You're our friend. <laughs> Have you talked to the boys? Sirius wiped his eyes, looking at Logan. Have they said anything? No one's texted you because Leo thought we should all let you tell us in the way you wanted to. Logan said. Not because no one supports you. To be honest, we didn't think you'd go radio silent for this long when we made that decision, but... And after you didn't let James in? I have a lot of people to talk to, huh? Logan smiled. Not right now. Right now you have one person to talk to. Sirius smiled too. Yeah. Fuck, he hadn't looked at his phone all day. Logan got up and stretched with a groan. That media run was hell. Fuck this weekend. If I so much as pull a muscle tomorrow, I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> That's what we all say. Sirius stood up. Dremzy? Logan looked at him. I'm really happy for you. You and Finn and Leo. Sirius laughed a little. <laughs> How did that work out? <laughs> so much drama. Logan rolled his eyes. 
and moping and what's the word destin fate sirius said right fate logan smiled see not so different from you guess not no i'm going to call my boys logan said and held up his phone shaking it at sirius you call yours sirius's heart lurched with guilt but he nodded i will really though i i don't know what i'd be doing now if you weren't here spiraling like you did after that failed cup run sirius laughed <laughs> yes logan swung his jacket over his shoulder see you tomorrow cap i'll be ready to defend your honor no you aren't allowed to fight because of this they accord they accord logan waved him off and shut the door sirius stood there feeling strangely light given everything he blinked after logan for a moment and vowed to call james too who had pounded on his door for hours he felt stupid and selfish still but he wanted to apologize not hide but after after remus sirius took out his phone from his pocket he had a voicemail remus hadn't left a voicemail before sirius thought of the cold formal text he didn't know if he could bear to hear that in remus's voice but he clicked listen anyway sirius remus's voice came after a second i know you're busy and I'm not going to beg you to talk to me. I just rewatch your arrival. I'm not going to beg. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to fight for you to see. See if you really care what those sort of people think about you. The phone went dead and Sirius scrambled for his remote. Everyone had left for the night, but the apartment still felt warm from their presence. Remus decided to make himself a bowl of ice cream, but found himself eating straight from the carton instead. Finn really had made all gone. He was watching the melted part pool on his spoon when his phone rang. Everything, even the air, seemed to still and cool. Sirius. The name flashed at him. He hadn't dared to put a contact photo, a picture of him that Remus had taken, bare, in bed, sleepy-eyed and smiling. Now maybe he could. One day. Soon. Remus pushed himself up to sit on his kitchen counter. He set the ice cream down, feet swinging nervously against the cupboard, and answered the call. Hi. Remus's voice was shot. I didn't have my phone. Sirius sounded desperate. Remus's heart broke. No, that's not an excuse. I'm Remus. For the last thirty calls, or... I know, Sirius whispered. I know, I know. Re- oh god, what they said about you. I've been defending you to to everyone. Remus's voice was thick. Everyone. But I I don't I can't. I'm coming home, Sirius said. Fuck these games, Remus. I'm coming home. Remus didn't say anything for a long moment. He could picture Sirius there alone in his hotel room. I don't know what to tell you right now. I'm it hurt, Sirius. You left. You left and then you ignored me. I I know I did, Sirius whispered. But you aren't the only one who this happened to, Remus said, hushed, and then, even surprising himself, he let out a sudden sob. He tried to rein it back in, but he couldn't. It burned now, hearing Sirius's voice, being alone. It hurt more than it had. He didn't know if he had just been ignoring it, or pushing through it, or if it was just hearing Sirius know that he had been wrong. I know that, Sirius said. I do, Remus, I know that. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. The meeting. I should have taken a later flight, too. I should have talked to you. I shouldn't have run out. That was... I'm... I... I don't want to do this over the phone, Remus replied with a hitch in his words. He stirred the spoon into the melted ice cream just for something to do, then gave up and fisted his sweatshirt by the neck. I know I said call me, but I really... I really want us to be it together when we're talking, okay? You mean, after the games? Remus took a slow breath. I'm not just gonna say everything's okay, Sirius. It fucking hurt. All of it. And I know you're hurting too, and I hate that you're hurting too, but you don't have to explain. Sirius felt guilt like it was something crawling inside him. I'll let me wait for you now. Remus let out a breath, remembering the words. I... I understand why what happened happened, Remus said. I do. Of course I understand. And all I want is for you to be okay. For us to be okay. I just, I need my own time too. I want that. Please, just let me tell you one thing, Sirius said. Is that okay? Yeah, Remus said, softly curious. 
go for it. I talked to Logan. Well, he also talked to me. Really gave it to me. I deserved it. Don't put yourself down to me right now, Remus began, but Sirius cut him off. No, I'm not, I'm not. There was a sound like Sirius sitting down on the bed. I, I won't explain it to you all now, but I just need you to know that things are clearer for me now. I'm, I'm not alone. You never were, Remus managed. Remus listened as Sirius's breathing changed into cries. Remus wanted to hold him tight. It's so good to hear your voice, Remus said softly. Be careful, okay? With everyone this weekend, Snape, Regulus, your mother, Remus thought. Logan will be with me, Sirius said, and then as if remembering, and I'll be with Logan. Remus nodded, so Logan had told him. Protect each other. Sirius nodded, and everyone else who needs it. Remus sucked in a breath and cradled the phone closer, eyes soft. Yeah, Remus said. Yeah, baby. Everyone else, too. At the name, Sirius sounded all but torn apart. He let it out, lungs outracing his heart. I miss you, he choked out. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, Remus hushed him. Sirius, I'm mad. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't want you. Of course I want you. You're mine. You're my wish, okay? This happened because we're each other's. We can be... We can be something good that comes out of this, can't we? We... Yes, yes, Sirius said. I'll tell you everything, okay? He sniffed, taking a moment to breathe. It's different hearing these things from my friends. From you? You haven't had a lot of support, Sirius. I... I get that it's gonna take a second... And so, I'm here, okay? But I'm not here to run back to if you keep leaving me. That wasn't good. That was... Remus would never forget that feeling. I'll be better, Sirius said, then sucked in a breath. I mean, for myself. For you. Remus nodded, even though he knew Sirius couldn't see him. I'm going to try and sleep, Sirius said. I miss you, Remus replied. I miss you too. Sirius said so much. Sirius stepped out of the tunnel and immediately his eyes were drawn by flashes of color near the glass. There were six teenagers standing there. Their cheeks were decked out and painted on rainbow flags and they were wrapped in them too, holding paper versions up to the glass with the words, here for number 12 on them. All Sirius could think about was going over there and maybe crying. Instead, he picked up a few pucks to sign. The locker room had been intense. There was no way Sirius could have missed the way some guys had moved away from him, avoided him. But others came up and shook his hand. They didn't say much, but Sirius didn't really want to be congratulated. The support, even quiet, was enough to keep him on his feet and focused enough to feel like, sure, he could perform some hockey tricks today. And Remus's words, we're each other's. Sometimes I think hockey just isn't colorful enough, you know? When the voice spoke, Sirius's eyes found the stick that had come into his vision first. The tape wasn't the usual black or white, but all colors, neatly wrapped and waxed off. Sirius looked up to find Alex O'Hara grinning widely at him. What's up, Lion? Hi, Alex, Sirius said faintly as they tapped helmets. I hope you don't mind, he gestured to the tape. Sirius, to his own surprise, let out a laugh. Of course I don't. I I should have thought of it, maybe. You want some? Sirius looked at the pucks he was holding, then back at the kids at the glass. Yeah, he nodded, setting the pucks aside for a moment. Yeah, I do. Alex. Logan stopped hard in front of them with a spray of ice. I ever told you how much I love you? Alex laughed and then leaned in close. <laughs> oh yeah? More than my brother? Logan flushed pink beneath his tan, then he grinned and punched his arm. How long have you known? Alex scoffed. <laughs> Please. And so Sirius found himself sitting beside Logan as they retaped their sticks with the rainbow tape while millions of cameras and cell phones watched. It was terrifying and wonderful. It was something that went along with the phrase, never in a million years, in Sirius's mind. Only, it was happening now. Could I get some of that, maybe? It was Mika Zabinajab, his hair pulled back beneath his helmet, dark eyes kind and soft. It was the floodgates. Sidney Crosby, Chris Letang, Brayden Holtby, Nate McKinnon. 
Not every player did it, not by far, but they did have to ask for another roll. Sirius's breathing was working against his pounding heart when he took to the ice again, throwing a puck down and watching it bounce darkly between the colors. He smiled and looked up at the kids behind the glass again. Silver Sharpies were not in short supply, and he fired off six signatures before skating over with them balanced in his arms. They began to pound on the glass as he approached, and he nodded to them. They were hard to hear over the crowd and the announcer's noise, but he smiled and mouthed, thank you, and they seemed to understand. He flipped the pucks over the glass easily and bumped his fisted glove to it. They loved him for who he was. And Logan had been right. His team would too. The thought that they wouldn't still chilled him, but there were two sides of the coin now. It even made him forget about... Stop this. Regulus was there, hissing at him and grabbing him by the arm as he skated back with Logan, who had wandered over to a little boy with a Tremblay sign and jersey. Sirius stared at his brother, surprised that he'd even approached. What are you? He began, but Logan cut him off. Back off. Logan growled and gave him a little push. Sirius cursed internally. He didn't want to start a fight right now. Regulus ignored him. Sirius. Regulus said quietly. Think about... Don't tell me to think about the family. Thinking about myself for once. What I want. Think about what you're doing. Regulus said, glancing at Logan desperately, like he wanted him to leave. This is it. If you really... Sirius shook his head, yanking out of his brother's grip. I tried to take you with me, Reg. I tried so hard. And what did you do? Fuck you. You call yourself his brother. Logan spat in Regulus's face. When was the last fucking time you acted like that? Oh right, was it when you trash-talked him? You don't know what you're saying. Regulus growled. He had switched to French now. Rookie, Snape said in English from the outskirts of their triad, eyes on Regulus. Come on. Daddy's calling. Logan snarled. La marionette. Sirius watched his brother swallow, pale eyes wide and fierce. Puppet, Logan had said. Trems, Sirius said and put a hand on his shoulder. Regulus looked to Sirius then. Microphone? He asked. Regulus was asking if he was mic'd up. Sirius shook his head and Logan scoffed. Little late, Logan said. Regulus, once again, ignored him. Maman est là. Je le devine. Sirius had guessed as much. Logan was still standing between them, but he looked like he wasn't sure if he should be now. Regulus pushed forward one stride and Logan's glove pressed against his chest. Regulus glared down at him and then turned back to Sirius. He was nearly as tall as him now, but for a single moment, Regulus's expression flickered. Sirius saw his brother again, his little brother, the boy who had snuck him a lion's hat and hugged him and told him he'd miss him more than anything and please don't leave me alone in this house with them. Fais attention, Regulus bit out. Be careful. Regulus shoved Logan with his stick and Logan cursed again, but Sirius barely heard. He watched Regulus skate away, back to Snape's side. Sirius and Snape looked at each other across the ice for a brief moment. Sirius didn't think Regulus would ever forgive him for leaving, especially not with Snape at his side. Snape's lip curled and he turned away over the boards. That's my big brother! Finn shouted. Remus laughed, hand on his throat as he stared at the screen, at Sirius, sitting on the bench beside Logan and Alex O'Hara, Zabinajab, Panarin, Crosby, Latang, Holtby. Sirius, camera honing in on his focused face as he scribbled the signature that Remus knew well. The camera had been showing the fans wrapped in rainbow flags off and on, and it showed them now too as Sirius skated over with a wide, if not a little shy, smile on his face. He sort of talked to them, mostly just nodded and bumped fists as he passed pucks over. The camera saw Regulus coming before Sirius did. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Finn sat up in Leo's arms, pulling him with him. Black brothers, black brothers! Fuck, Remus said and felt Lily grab his wrist nervously. Regulus and Sirius were talking furiously at each other, at least until Logan got between them. I swear to God someone's gotta get that kid out of Slytherin, Casey grumbled. It's like the captain was, but on steroids. Remus nodded slowly, eyes on Regulus's, or at least what sliver of his face the camera was able to get. Casey hit Remus's couch with his fist when they showed a long shot of Snape and Sirius. They were practically staring each other down. Can I just... Casey gestured at the television. 
Can I kill him? Or shave his head? (laughs) Fine with it, James nodded. Leo glanced at Casey. I like that that's your next worst fate after death. The cameras moved on relatively quickly as the skills events began. Hardest shot, accuracy, puck handling. So, cap is accuracy and Lowe's hardest shot. Leo said, staring at his phone as he scrolled through the website. I want to see how hard Logan can shoot. Finn mumbled and Leo whacked him on the head. Natalie nearly cackled and gave Finn a pat on the head. Remus couldn't stop looking at the tape on Sirius's stick. Quite a display of camaraderie, seemingly begun by Alex O'Hara, older brother of Finn O'Hara, who is Black's teammate. One of the commentators began, He was a new voice from yesterday's red carpet. It's good to see that, eh, Tom? Remus liked him. It sure is, Nate, replied Tom. Sure is. Well, that's more like it, Remus sighed. No matter how fun it was to watch Sirius execute a perfect score as he dangled the puck between tight cones and flipped it through tiny slots, Remus itched to talk to him. He itched to see him. He loved seeing the stick tap for him, see the other boys knock helmets with him like nothing had changed. But still, Remus wanted him home. He wanted him away from Regulus and Snape and here in Gryffindor, or anywhere where support was strong. Remus had spent hours last night after the team had left, scrolling through articles and Twitter. His mind was filled with messages telling Sirius that he'd changed their lives. He couldn't believe he had to sit through another entire day of this, watching Sirius play three-on-three games, possibly against Snape. Hey, Leo, did they announce the lines for tomorrow yet? Remus asked. Would you look it up for me? Sure. Leo said, looking around Finn's head to get at his phone. The boys aren't going for fastest, Lily said disappointedly. James snorted. (laughs) I think we know Remus wins that one, Lils. Finn shook his head. I'm still, like, at family skate. I fucking fell over. I haven't fallen over since, like, I don't even know. Remus smiled. (laughs) Sorry about that, Harzy. You really tore Casey up, Fruit Loop. Natalie laughed, reaching up to push her hand through Casey's hair. Look, he's really good. I was surprised. And I hadn't warmed up, okay? I was surprised. Remus laughed. I did have that on you, Blizz. I'll admit it, and I'll give you a free pass. No. Casey huffed. I don't want a free pass. I want to play again and stop your shot. Fuck. Leo breathed, and Remus stopped laughing. What? Is it Snape? Did they put them on the same line? Remus knew they liked to do that kind of thing at All Stars, put rivals on the same line. Sidney Crosby and Claude Giroux were frequent victims. Leo looked back at him, then up at the television where Regulus was taking his mark for the fastest skater loop. Not Snape, Leo said. Regulus. As if on cue, the announcer spoke up. And here's Regulus Black getting ready to skate. We'll get a real treat tomorrow, Nate. We'll be getting to see Sirius and Regulus Black, hockey's most famous brothers right now, play on the same line with Matthew Barzal. That should be quite some hockey. Oh my god, Remus heard someone breathe, quite some hockey. Remus wondered if Sirius knew. On everyone's way out, Lily squeezed him in a hug. You seem better today, did you guys? Remus nodded. We talked. It was, you know, it was hard. It was good. Yeah, but I said I want to talk about it mostly face to face, so all I can really do is wait now. I'm probably gonna call him again now, see if he wants to talk about Regulus. Remus was absolutely going to call him again now. Okay, Lily sent him a smile. See you tomorrow for the three-on-three? Hang out of Lupins! Finn hollered in the hallway and was immediately shushed by Leo. Jesus, Harzy. Casey groaned as he hit the button on the elevator. Remus was in the middle of doing dishes when his phone rang. He wiped his hands quickly and picked up, nearly fumbling his phone into the sink. Hi. Remus sounded breathless even to himself. Hey. Sirius said, do you want to FaceTime? Yeah, Remus said, yeah, yeah, one second. Remus more or less ran to the couch, socks sliding on the floor, and sat down just in time for his phone to light up. Sirius's face filled the screen. His hair was wet from a shower, and Remus didn't know if it was the light, but the bags under his eyes looked worse than Remus had thought. Hi, Remus said softly, smiling. God, I've been staring at your face all day on TV, but I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Sirius smiled, rubbing one of his eyes before stretching back on the bed. Wish I could stare at your face all day. You'll be home soon, Remus said. Hey, I... Today was pretty amazing. Sirius laughed and reached out a frame for something. 
His hand came back swinging a roll of rainbow tape around his finger. <laughs> a fan gave me this. Remus grinned. I'm so proud of you. Sirius looked at him for a moment like he wasn't sure what to say. Then he smiled again, but it was quieter this time, less at Remus and more at himself. Me too. Today was good. I mean, you probably saw Reg, but... Remus nodded. Did you see your lines for tomorrow? Sirius shook his head. No, not yet. Why, are they up? Remus took a breath. Yeah, they're up. The All-Stars management seemed to enjoy the idea of putting Sirius and his brother together as much as possible, even going so far as to move their lockers beside each other. It felt like there was always a camera trained on the two of them, and Sirius had never been more on edge. The only good takeaway from this, it seemed, was people weren't asking him about his sexuality anymore. You're welcome, Minnie said when Sirius had mentioned it to her in the car over to the arena that morning with Logan and Clyde. I had to give them something serious. Sirius raised an eyebrow. They needed their publicity. I hate it as much as you, but I thought this would be better, Minnie said. Sirius had to give Minnie some credit for that PR move, actually. At least with his brother, Sirius was used to dealing with the hounding. As Harzi would say, Logan said from his seat, headphones on one ear and making his hair stick up. He raised his sickly sweet coffee at her. Bitch-ass move, Minnie. Why, thank you for that assessment, Mr. Trembley. Sirius was just as thankful for Remus's heads up about the game lines, even though he would have found out this morning anyway. He only wished he had one about Greyback. Sirius's line, consisting of himself, Regulus, and Barzal, were set to face off against Greyback Tom Wilson from the Washington Capitals and Tony D'Angelo from the New York Rangers. There was no fighting in All-Stars, which was a shame. Cameras had followed him all the way into the locker room, where Regulus had cleared his throat awkwardly as he sat down beside Sirius and started dressing. Sirius felt a strong pang in his heart. They had done this with each other a million times. He hated that it felt so strange. Maman? I don't give a damn, Sirius whispered lowly, using French so there was at least fewer people around them who could keep up. And you shouldn't either. Regulus laughed and he made it look mirthful for the sake of the cameras, so he was learning. There was no humor in his eyes. Do I have a choice? He said. I did. Yeah, well, I think we all know how you chose. Regulus, Sirius sighed. Drop it. His brother bit back. But this was the longest they had been and would be together in probably months, maybe years, if Sirius counted his family. He didn't want to drop it. Sirius pulled him aside in the locker room while the cameras had to follow the stream of players leaving for the tunnel. It was a brief moment of privacy. I would have done anything to get you out with me, Sirius whispered intently and pressed his glove to his little brother's helmet, keeping him close. Anything. But I couldn't help you if I was trapped there with you. Mama, the snakes, either one. I had to get out, and then... You don't know what it was like. Regulus's voice came out shaky, and Sirius realized he had tears in his eyes. Regulus closed them quickly, head bowed, so their helmets tapped together. You left, they lost you, and so they doubled down. I couldn't... I couldn't breathe. I can't breathe. Sirius stared at him. In some ways, this hurt more than anything that had happened in the past few days. This hurt more, his little brother, his to protect. Reg, Sirius began. You don't know what he's like, Regulus whispered, and then, like he was afraid to say the words aloud. Snape Malfoy. He swallowed and added, even quieter, so that Sirius could barely hear. Riddle. Monitwell, Sirius said. He hadn't said that old nickname since they were little, and Regulus jolted to look at him. Stars, the two of them. I'm sorry. Please, let me help you. They made me hate you, Regulus said. But I never did. They both looked up when the locker room was beginning to empty out. Their moment was over. Let's play, Sirius said. Let's play, and then let's talk, the core. They made me delete your number, but I memorized it, Regulus said. Is it the same? Sirius closed his eyes, then nodded. Weh. Mm, d'accord. Regulus said and then jerked his head towards the tunnel. Sirius tapped Regulus's chest with his glove. Allez. Sirius followed him out towards the tunnel, going out last. People would play it off as a strange superstition, but Sirius knew there would be pictures of him and Regulus talking anyway. He felt different this weekend, for obvious reasons. And not. His life had always been a path, and that path had always been set. If it changed, the brakes had been slow. 
a trade deal, a contract, longing for Remus, everything had happened with time. Not this. He was out. He was proud. It was an earthquake, a fault slipping. Regulus needed him, he didn't hate him, after so long believing otherwise. An aftershock. He was halfway to the tunnel when he saw her. Another slip. His mother stood against the wall, her too thin body all in black, hair inky. She spared a short look to Regulus, but she followed Sirius with her eyes. Minnie was standing beside her. Sirius stopped walking. Regulus, seeming to sense that Sirius wasn't behind him anymore, stopped too. Sirius held out his stick, telling him to stay put, and made his way over to the two women. Sirius's mother's lip curled in what might appear to be a smile. Sirius, she said, holding out her arms, I have so much to say to my son. Sirius turned at the last minute, minutely. It was a classic play, a fake-out right in front of the net. He watched his mother realize his sidestep at the last moment when it was too late. Sirius hugged Minnie close to his chest. Regulus, he whispered and let go. Sirius? Walburga's laugh was high. I beg your pardon. You can't have it, Sirius said and looked her straight in the eye. He towered over her. He didn't know how he had never realized that before. He looked to Regulus and then at Minnie and then back at the dark woman. Never contact us again, he said and then turned towards the tunnel and into the bright lights, eyes on his brightly colored stick tape and on his brother walking ahead of him. Welcome back to the 2020 All-Star Weekend, everyone. As you can see, the players are out on the ice, and this news has just reached us. It seems that Sirius Black has just thrown his own mother out of the arena. Say what? Natalie yelled. The commentator laughed. I know, Nate, this is very... Well, there have been rumors about the Black family. I really thought they were, you know, classic hockey parents. Sirius seems to have taken matters into his own hands. He deserves to, honestly, after what he's been through these past days. What a kid. Oh, I... Man, hold on, everyone, we've got a fight. Remus and Lily both yelped when the camera cut away quickly from where Patrick Kane and Artemy Panarin had been joking around to Sirius beside Fenrir Greyback and to Remus's horror throwing a punch. Sirius Black, a voice said, and Sirius took a long breath through his nose and turned. Fenrir Greyback, American, had perfectly straight light brown hair cropped short and sticking up in the front. His face was scruffy, and when he smiled, his thin lips revealed sharp canine teeth. The teeth beside his jolly laugh made for an eerie sight. Knowing he was the same age as Remus unsettled Sirius, he didn't look it. He had the timeless look of a corpse, skin waxy and smooth, safe for a bad scar, a skate cut, raking over his left cheek. Greyback leaned against his stick, smile in place. We have a game soon, don't we? You and your cubs will be coming to Vegas. Looks like. Ready to lose? Sirius smiled wryly. What sort of question is that? Fenrir shrugged. How is Lupin these days? He was quite a player. Sirius could feel the cameras on them, but decided he didn't care if they were miked. The crowd was roaring. He had seen Vegas fans taking pictures with Fenrir. They deserved to know who they were supporting. Before you destroyed his career, you mean? Sirius said evenly. Logan looked up, eyes wide, from where he had been relacing his skate. Fenrir laughed. <laughs> Still pushing that story, huh? Look, man, if you watch the tape, it was a clean hit. How the fuck could it have been clean? You ruined his shoulder. Oh, his shoulder. Well, that's a different story. Fenrir nodded as if remembering and then looked at Sirius, his sick grin still in place. And there's no video of that. Sirius's entire bloodstream went cold. He thought of Remus, his panicked expression whenever any conversation got close to his hockey career, his mom's worried one. But Remus had said a bad hit. Fenrir, no proof. Fenrir shrugged and then gripped Sirius's shoulder, fingers digging into his pads, louder so that the other players around them could hear. He said, really sorry he had to stop playing, though. I heard it was one hell of a car accident. A fourth shockwave, rocking his earth. Holy fuck, Finn said loudly. What is happening? What is happening? Remus couldn't look away from the screen, from where Sirius basically had Fenrir in a chokehold. The momentum of their swings propelling them in slow, oblong circles as the other players backed away from the sudden fight. Jesus, what do you think he said? 
Finn asked. Cooney, who had decided to join them today, shook his head. Shithead player. Doesn't matter. Go cap. I punch him also when we play Vegas. Remus, you said you played together? Leo questioned. Was he a shithead in college, too? I... I... Remus began, and the whistles blew on screen, refs skating forward to pull the two players off each other. Oh man, oh man, Rob, one of the commentators said. I wonder what he said. Um, one could guess, replied Rob. Remus felt dread swirling in his stomach. They couldn't guess, but Remus could. Remus was the only one who knew, aside from Greyback. Remus could still taste the bile from the biting pain of Greyback's fingers, ripping into the muscle between his neck and shoulder. His hand covered it instinctively. You heard it in the game and didn't tell anyone. Greyback had spat at him. That's your lie. Remember, I know about you. He hadn't, of course. Remus knew that now. It was a bluff, an easy sentence that could mean anything to anyone. Everyone had secrets. Greyback had simply put faith in just how powerfully Remus's secret would hold him. Enough for Remus to tell the training staff that he had been hiding a very serious shoulder injury. Festering muscle tears, dislocated, would heal wrong for sure, not a worthy investment, not anymore. Remus? Casey said. Well, Remus's secret was out now. Ben Rears could be too. He's the reason I don't play anymore, Remus said quietly. Lily sat forward, hand on her belly. What do you mean, Ree? He was your bad hit? Finn asked in a hushed voice. Was it on purpose? Remus pressed his lips together, trying to steady his breath. It wasn't even on the ice. He cornered me in one of the recovery rooms. My routine used to be long. I would stay after the other guys, cool down, stretch. You guys know. Remus kept his gaze steady on the television where they were zoomed in on Logan and Sirius speaking with their heads close together. Sirius would no doubt have a black eye in a few hours. He ripped my shoulder apart, Remus said softly, told me if I told anyone he'd tell my secret. He knew? Leo said. He sounded horrified. And that's what he did? Remus shook his head. He didn't know. I was too careful. But everyone has secrets, don't they? I guess he just put his bets in the right place. Some people do. And you never said anything, Casey said. Jesus, Loops. Well, now everyone knows my secret, eh? And I didn't want to be that guy. Blaming the end of their career on someone, some other player. No one would have believed me anyway. And now it's so long ago. What does it matter? It matters, James said urgently. It does. We can, we should do something. Maybe, Remus said, but not now. Not with all of this. And serious? He know? Cooney asked. Remus looked at the television. I think he just found out. Which was stupid of Greyback, really. What did he expect Sirius to do? Laugh along? The game had resumed. Greyback, Wilson, and D'Angelo were lined up against Sirius, Regulus, and Barzil. Sirius and Regulus were talking. They bumped fists before taking position. Remus blinked. That was new. What the fuck? Are we friends now? Casey mumbled, intent on the screen. Sirius scored easily, like fire was at his heels. Remus loved the look he got in his eyes. The camera zoomed in on their celebration. Sirius wasn't smiling, but he clutched Regulus and Barzil to him. Barzil looked a little hesitant, like he could sense he was in the middle of something that he knew nothing about. As Sirius skated towards the bench for glove taps, he found a camera and stopped. The camera held, of course. Sirius Black was looking right at it. Sirius wedged his glove under his arm and reached for his neck. What's happening? Finn whispered again. He had his hands in his hair like everything was too suspenseful. Meanwhile, Remus's heart was clattering down his ribs. Sirius withdrew the silver and gold number 12 necklace, gray eyes steely. He pressed the numbers to his lips. Oh, Remus whispered, hand over his neck. Sirius's eyes grew soft as he tucked the necklace, Remus's gift, safely back into his jersey, like he knew Remus was gazing at him too. Remus felt his entire world zero in on this moment. That was for him. Sirius was defending him. An animal sound came from James. Necklace? James shouted, fuck me. Yeah, you're the only one who was still working on that, sweetheart. Natalie said. Lily laughed. But we love you. We do. Remus gripped his watch, thumb rubbing over the face. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. He would be home tomorrow. 
Remus's chest was a scrap of feeling. His heart was warm, his blood cool, his neck hot, his hands shaky. Home tomorrow. The cameras that had swarmed Sirius a moment ago now swarmed Regulus's stall. Regulus had a towel around his neck, sweat dripping into his eyes. They were lighter, though. He kept looking at Sirius, and Sirius remained seated in his stall, showing him that he was staying right where he was. He wasn't leaving him. Regulus, do you have any... The reporter glanced at Sirius and seemed smart enough to make his question vague. Any thoughts on your brother? Or what it was like playing with him today? How long has it been? Regulus was slow in answering. He wiped his face, adjusted the hat he had on backwards. They look so much alike it's scary, Sirius heard a reporter whisper to her friend. Finally, Regulus cleared his throat and looked up from where he had been picking at the label of his water bottle. I'm very proud of my brother. Regulus's voice was steady and deep. He was unblinking. It was very brave what he did, especially given the, the intrusive situation. No one deserves that. I wish him all the best, and Lupin too. I look forward to spending time with him this summer in Gryffindor. Sirius smiled, and he knew the cameras caught it. Sirius was sitting in Regulus's stall this time when his brother got out of the showers. He stayed seated, the two of them silent among the changing players, while Regulus got dressed. Sirius slipped his phone out of his pocket. Call you in twenty. He shot a text to Remus. Hey, Cap. Logan said from the doorway. I'm going out with some of the guys. You're... He glanced at Regulus. Yeah, see you on the plane, Sirius said, and Logan nodded, understanding. Regulus sat in Sirius's stall. He had a snake sweatshirt on, and the sleeves were picked practically to pieces, fraying and ratty. It hurt to look at them. They were alone. Hello, Regulus said hesitantly. Sirius turned to him. Come back to Gryffindor with me. Minnie got you a seat with me and Logan. Tomorrow. An expression of relief so pure crossed Regulus's face that Sirius watched him ache with it. Sirius stood and pulled his brother into a hug. It was the first in a long, long time. Okay, Regulus said into Sirius's neck, voice thick. Okay.